Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, December 18th. Let's jump into today's top stories. NCAA President Charlie Baker talked with HBCU Game Day's Tolly Carr and says after meeting with each HBCU conference, there are three things that need to be done, number one, we need to help them stoke their fan bases. This is one of the biggest things I think we need to do for all of our colleges, which is to do more because of our scale to create fan bases and grow the fan bases because at the end of the day the fan base is what creates excitement and what creates brand and that's what everybody's looking for here. The second is I think we can help them with the cost of what they pay for stuff. You know, we've never really tried to create a purchasing collaborative as an organization, and yet we have 1100 members, they buy a ton of the same stuff. We can save everybody 10, 15, 20% of what they pay for all the products. It's real money that they could turn around and invest in other things. And I think the third thing we could do is be flexible on how we think about the way these organizations need to operate, what divisions they want to be in, what sports they want to be part of, and to recognize that the standard way of doing stuff historically just isn't going to work going forward. The NLRB's Los Angeles office this week will begin hearing a case brought last year by the National College Players Association against USC, the Pac-12, and the NCAA which argues student-athletes have been misclassified and that USC, the Pac-12 and the NCAA are, in fact, joint employers. On Three's Eric Prisbell writes, a growing number of leading stakeholders have told On Three that they believe college sports is on a slow march toward at least some athletes being deemed employees unless Congress intervenes. The trial begins today and is scheduled to run through December 20th, before resuming from January 22nd through February 2nd. It will be presided over by NLRB Administrative Law Judge Eleanor Laws. More legal news as the lawsuit filed 11 days ago against the NCA and Power 5 conferences that challenges the NCA's rules prohibiting pay-for-play has been reassigned to U.S. District Court Judge Claudia Wilkin who oversaw the O'Bannon and Alston cases and is currently presiding over the House and Hubbard cases, per USA Today's Steve Berkowitz. Missouri AD Desiree Reed-Francois joined ABC 17's Natalie Jones to discuss several topics, including her leadership philosophy, and she explains the importance of needing to win within. You want to get the right people in the right spaces. You want to create belief in not only where we're going, but belief in one another, belief in themselves and build some confidence. And then it's about execution and then a constant evolution, whether it's name, image and likeness, whether it's facilities like this, whether it's hiring the right coaches. Putting the excellence around your program is critically important, but it is always going to be about your people, and so I'm proud of the culture that we're building and the results are flowing from that. Reed Francois also notes the Tigers are in the process of selecting an architect engineering firm for the new North End Zone project, saying, we want to keep enhancing that experience. Next year you'll see a new video board in football. We just want our fans to always feel like we're continuing to improve, and that's what momentum is, right? You just have to keep raising that bar and all of a sudden you look back and you're like, hey, we've accomplished a few things. NEC Commissioner Noreen Morris sat down with Athletic Director U. Steph Garcia-Sycos at the 2023 Women Leaders National Convention to discuss the addition of new institutions to the league, executive communication with constituents and staff and defining your niche as a leader. Morris describes her process for aligning the conference office with the strategic priorities of the institutions in the NEC, including how she prepares for one-on-one -on -one conversations with high-level stakeholders such as presidents or chancellors and how those strategies trickle down to the way she communicates with her own staff. In carving out a niche for the NEC, Morris says she would describe the league in three words, collegial, fan-friendly, and innovative. Morris said, as a group, our niche is to try to work as a group to make the Northeast Conference better. 
When I talk about fan-friendly, I'll say that we have the NEC front row, which is our digital network. We are one of the first conferences of our size, or really any, to have their own digital network. It was August of 2012 that we launched, and it is still a free service, which is also very hard to find, but we connect it back to branding. We wanted our student-athletes to have the most exposure possible with the least amount of challenge to get to that product. Our student-athletes can be viewed across the world. The Competition Oversight Committee last week approved the Baseball Committee's recommendation that the KPI be used as a resource and consideration during the selection meeting for the NCAA Division I Baseball Championship starting with the 2024 iteration. The COC noted this recommendation is in line with what other sport committees have adopted. The COC also considered but did not support the Baseball Committee's recommendation that an attestation form be created that must be managed by the conference baseball administrators and signed by the ADs of both institutions when a non-conference regular season baseball game is cancelled. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Monday, December 18. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.